0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you.
1: Good morning, you guys.
0: Good morning, indeed. Tori and I are still a bit under the weather, so we would really appreciate your prayers in that, but we are continuing to devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you all, and we're Mm -hmm. back in the Thrive Bible, so Tori's going to take it from here.
1: Yes, y'all, let's do it. Today's devotional is titled Full Adoration, and it's out of 1 Kings 8.27. It says this. But will God really live on earth? Why even the highest heavens cannot contain you? How much less this temple I have built. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, I have given my children many gifts that enable them to build and create beautiful things. But buildings can't contain me. And you must be careful not to worship anything except me. The things of this earth will soon fade away. The things of heaven will last forever. I want your eyes fixed on eternity and your heart connected to heaven. I am a jealous God, and you are the love of my life. I want your full adoration and attention. Then you can truly enjoy the gifts I have given you. Love your heavenly father. The reflection says, As beautiful as it is to have a building to worship in, an even more beautiful reflection of God is found in the hearts of his people, and the way that they love one another. Be careful not to make anything more important than the one who designed the world. The treasure of truth says, God is seen most clearly in the hearts and loving actions of his children.
0: Because I'm feeling so off, I'm just going to go for something very controversial. Can you go back into that section where it says, I desire your adoration? Mm -hmm. Can you find that?
1: Yeah. It says, I want your full adoration and attention.
0: I just want to touch on that because I know that this actually rubs a lot of people the wrong way. They're like, well, why would God ever want that? Why is he a jealous God? Why is this? Why is that? Well, believe it or not, we're always going to worship something. Mm-hmm. You are worshiping something right now in your life. It's either the Lord, it's relationships, it's money, it's sex, it's prestige, it's things, it's fame. It's We're worshiping something at every hour, every minute of every day. We just have to choose what we're worshiping. And what God is saying, because he's our creator, Mm -hmm. and the creator knows what's best for his creation, is saying, you will live a more fruitful and better life when you worship a holy and righteous God than when you worship something that's man-made that will rust and moth and fall away. And so that's just something I just wanted to talk about is because I don't think we give God enough, uh, or I'll speak for myself rather, I don't think I give God enough of my adoration. Mm-hmm. I don't think I give God enough of my praise because he is praiseworthy. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of just kind of fall into suit. It's almost like, this is a kind of a weird analogy, but when you think about like a president or a chancellor, I don't know what country you're in or who's the leader of your country, but to like most of the people in that person's life, they're the president or they're the prime minister or whatever, but to their kids, they're just dad. Yeah. And I like that too. I like that to a certain extent. Because they can always just approach dad as dad, mm-hmm. but their God is more than that. Yeah, so he's a true. lot more than just our dad. Yeah. He is a holy and righteous Creator of everything, yeah. and he is worthy of our praise and our admiration. Mm-hmm. And I notice that whenever I'm not giving him the respect mm-hmm. that he deserves, I like I'll start to have problems with everything else in my life, mm-hmm. and then it it points to me not having respect for him but it's it's this weird kind of thing that happens that all everything else in my life will be kind of off kilter mm-hmm. but it's because I have a disconnection with my god
1: yeah it's because we're not in the right alignment it's mm-hmm. like we're we have all these other things and then it actually messes up everything when it's not first god and that's why it says seek first the kingdom and all mm-hmm. of these things will be added unto you but we seek all of these things first mm-hmm. and we wonder why they're not actually added unto us and um No, I totally agree with you. And I think it's really, like, it's a sweet thing to me. Like, I think it's really sweet that this incredibly powerful God is also so personal that he would be jealous of your love and affection. Like, for I don't know if that's a girl thing, but, like, when you first start dating a guy or whatever and they have, like, just the hint of, like, a little bit of jealousy and you're like, ooh. OK, like it makes you feel desired and wanted a little bit. And I feel like there's that part of me hearing that where it's God is jealous for my attention and my devotion. And I, I love that. Like it makes me want to give it to him because he's done so much for me. And I think that it's when we forget how much he's done for us mm-hmm. that we don't stand in awe of him but it is when we are seeking him first, when we are giving him praise, because we are built as worshipers. Like he created us to worship him. So that's the whole point is yep. if we're not worshiping him, we're worshiping something else because we are built to worship. And so I think a really like just practical thing to add into your daily life. If you find yourself struggling with this is in the morning, like remembering all the things God has done for you and remembering how incredibly amazing he is looking at his character traits and the fact that he's so personal and intimate. And it's like, as you remember all of these things, you can't help but to praise. You can't help, but to adore him. You can't help, but to worship. You can't help, but to fall on your knees and be like, Mm -hmm. how in the world can I have a personal relationship with this God who calls me child who calls you daughter who calls you son like it really is something that's so mind-boggling to me and i just think that we act so casually about it yes casually and it's just like a it's lazy christianity it honestly kind of makes me upset (laughs) like thinking about how casual we approach the throne room when we should it's it's something to to really be um respected
0: yeah absolutely i think we're both on the same page with that yeah (laughs) (laughs) you want to praise that out
1: yeah dear heavenly father lord we come into your throne room today and we praise you we worship you we adore you we thank you that you are a jealous god lord we want to give you all of our devotion lord we we ask for forgiveness for the things that are on the throne of our heart that are not you Would you help us remove them? Would you break the chains of bondage we so often find ourselves in, God? Would you remove the things in our lives that take our eyes off of you? Lord, we love you. We pray these things in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord.
1: Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece.
0: And don't forget that we love you.
1: We love you guys. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow.
0: In a while, crocodile.